This is HPR episode 1790 entitled Penguican 2015 Report. It is hosted by Ahuka and is about 14 minutes long. The summary is Penguican 2015 happened on April 24 26, 2015 in Southfield, Michigan. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hello, this is Ahuka, welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio and another exciting episode. And what I want to do this time is give you a report. And my report is going to be on Peguacon 2015, which uh, just wrapped up a couple of weeks ago. Uh, It was a great success. Uh, And I have to say, far more happened than I could have been a part of. Uh, We had about 500 hours of programming. And even my track, which was the tech track, had 100 hours of content. So what I'm going to report on is my own diary of my particular experience of PenguinCon 2015. Each person would have had their own experience based on the events, panels, and talks they chose to attend. But with this much programming, there was plenty for everyone to enjoy. And since most of the team that put this together is coming back for another year, and we have managed to add some more people... I think next year can be even better. So, on Friday, April 24th, I left my office in Dearborn, Michigan, grabbed dinner, and then checked in at the event registration desk. I arrived in time for the official opening ceremony at 6 p.m. Of course, there were talks and events scheduled even earlier on Friday, because, you know, with 500 hours of stuff to fit in, you use every possible slot. Uh, But I was happy to get going at around 6. These opening ceremonies are usually about introducing the guests of honor, advertising events of the upcoming weekend, and so on. And right after the opening, we had the first of our two keynotes, Errol Balkan. He's the designer and co-founder of a place called IND.ie, and there's a link in the show notes, although I've just basically told you the domain name, haven't I? Now, he's very passionate about security and privacy, and his keynote focused on the dangers posed by companies like Google and Facebook, who know everything about us. And one of the things he's trying to do is to create alternatives that really do protect our privacy. Now, Errol was followed by our second keynoter, Bruce Schneier, and as if you had listened to my recordings previously, you know I'm a big fan of Bruce. So this is something I had really been looking forward to. And, and Bruce's talk fit in very well with what Errol was talking about. So it was a really good one-two punch that they put together here. Now, Bruce just published a book called Data and Goliath, linked to Amazon in the show notes, which explores the problems of mammoth data collection, which is happening every moment. 
Bruce referred to data as the pollution problem of the 21st century. This becomes an interesting problem because, as he noted, similarly to Errol, the biggest source of data collection is private companies, and stopping them might require government action. And the problem with that is that governments are generally very happy to have companies do their data collection for them. Bruce thinks this can be resolved with the right legislation, but noted futurist and science fiction author David Brin disagrees and says that the only thing that can work is radical openness, where ordinary people can look at the government just as much as the government looks at us. Now, I lean more to Dr. Brin's view myself, but no matter which side you come down on, this is a big deal for all of us. Now, as part of having Bruce there, we arranged to have copies of his book, which he kindly signed for anyone who wanted one. Now, when our con chair said he had arranged to have 25 books on hand, I immediately said, double the order. That was a good thing. Uh, I talked to the con chair afterwards. We sold all but six copies, and he said, thank God you got me to up the order. We have angered a whole bunch of people otherwise. So that was very successful. Now, while the book signing was going on, I was introduced to 5150, who came out from Kansas to see what PenguinCon was all about. Now, I have to admit, I was so focused on getting my book and getting it signed, I didn't really give him as much attention as I might have. But I, fortunately, I did have some more opportunities over the weekend. Now, he did try to get an interview with Bruce for Hacker Public Radio, but unfortunately, Bruce could only be at PenguinCon for Friday evening, so there really wasn't time to do all of that. Uh, but possibly 50 found something else to, that he will be able to upload at some point. Now, after that, I went to a panel on Welcome to Night Vale, and I've got another link in the show notes here. Uh, that's a semi-monthly podcast that I absolutely love. Now, I recommend it to anyone who's interested in an offbeat podcast about a fictional town that has been described as Stephen King meets Lake Wobegon. But about halfway through this panel, I could tell, you know, I was running out of gas. It was Friday night after a full week of work, so it was time to go home. So, Saturday morning, I started off by moderating a panel on getting involved in the open source community. On the panel, I had Ruth Seeley and Tom Calloway from Red Hat. And you may remember Ruth Seeley because she did a keynote at Ohio Linux Fest that I uploaded to Hacker Public Radio some months ago. Uh, then I had Emily Gagnier from the Gnome Project, awesome lady who uh, I love to get involved in these things, and William A. Rowe from the Apache Project. So, you know, it was fun to have all of these people sharing their experiences and in particular to point out that most open source projects need a lot more help than just coders. So if anyone wants to contribute, there's plenty of ways. For my part, I noted I have done things like review documentation for the LibreOffice project, which really means taking a chapter and going through it with the software open in front of me and just verifying that each instruction works the way it says it does and that the instructions make sense. That's something anyone can do. And lots of projects need people to do things as simple as that. After this, I had a nice hallway talk with Susan Sons, who does our crypto party each year. She has lots of ideas of things we can do to improve, so I enjoy talking to her. One thing we discussed that I definitely want to bring in next year is that she and Eric Raymond are looking at some of the base plumbing software, as I call it, that we all depend on, but which is maintained by one or two aging developers. You know, kind of like what happened to OpenSSL earlier. 
and they're working to develop some good support models and tackle some of this. So I really want to have them do some kind of a progress report and an update to everyone next year at PenguinCon. Then I went to a MariaDB talk by Colin Charles, a developer from the MariaDB team who flew in from Malaysia to tell us about what MariaDB is doing now. Now, this project forked off from MySQL as a result of Oracle taking ownership and then, as they so often do with open source projects, messing it up. Uh, MariaDB is now the default choice on most Linux distros. And by a happy coincidence, just about the time I heard about Colin joining us, I read a post from my friend George Castro of Canonical who talked about how MariaDB was now integrated into their Juju cloud solution. So I signed up George right away and turned this session into a two-hour presentation incorporating both MariaDB and Juju. So a lot of awesome cloud goodness here. But that was not all. I followed this with a talk from Jennifer Marsman from Microsoft. It was taking a little bit of a chance, but she knew this was an open source convention and therefore presented Azure and emphasized all of the open source software that was ready to run on that platform. A whole bunch of different Linux distros, you know, Debian, CentOS, SUSE, etc., Hadoop, Apache Ant, Drupal, and so on. So her talk was uh, actually very well received. I plan to invite her again next year. And it was interesting that Mark Ram from Canonical, who's George's boss, uh, was there and casually dropped the fact that uh, Microsoft is actually their best partner uh, for the Juju cloud stuff. Uh, Juju is a way of managing things in the cloud. They like working with Microsoft because apparently the Microsoft people are the most responsive when there's an issue. So it's worth knowing. Now, after this was my second panel, uh, this time on creative destruction. Mark Haynes put this together, and when he asked me if I knew any economists, I decided I should be one of the participants. After all, as some of you may recall, I was a professor of economics at one point. So, for my part, I looked at the origin of the term as used by Joseph Schumpeter in, in his book, uh, uh, capitalism, Socialism, and Democracy, and uh, some of the implications of it. There were others looking at ecology, biology, and other sciences who were on this panel. So I actually participated in something on the, the science track, which was a first for me. Uh, but after that, I left the con to get home, because uh, my wife and I had tickets for the symphony, and I try not to let anything keep me away from that, particularly when Mahler is on the program. They did the Mahler Fifth Symphony. Although, to be fair to the Ann Arbor Symphony, they do an excellent job on most things. That's one of the reasons I'd never want to miss them. So, Sunday, up early, because I had to get there in time for the recording of the Sunday morning Linux review. They always do a live recording at PenguinCon, and this year, 5150 was a guest on the show. And this went well, as always, and I won bragging rights for the trivia quiz, which took the place of Mary's usual Is It Alive feature. Then I went to the What's New in KDE 5 talk, but unfortunately, Ryan had to take his wife to the hospital. So we didn't have that talk. We did have some discussion among ourselves in the room for a while. Uh, I did check later, and, and Ryan's wife, Emily, seemed to be doing fine, uh, which I'm very happy to hear. Then I decided to get some breakfast at the buffet in the hotel. 
Uh, next up was Mary Tomich's talk, Swimming with Dolphin. Uh, Dolphin is the KDE file manager, and I've been looking forward to this talk since both Mary and I are KDE users. And she did not disappoint. It was a great talk, and I learned a lot. As a result, I made a commitment to try using Dolphin. Uh, up until now, I'm strictly a Crusader user. But give it a shot. If I can do everything I need to do there, I may switch. Or I may not. Um, and then I went to one of the science fiction panels called Science Fiction is Now Science Reality. Uh, this panel had Carl Schrader, a, a previous guest of honor, Annalee Newitz of Gawker, who was one of our guests of honor this year, and Charlie Jane Anders from io9, who was also a guest of honor this year. Now, we had a very interesting discussion uh, about where science and technology are taking us and even managed to bring in some optimism. Uh, I'm one of those people who is just sick to death of reading about dystopias, and sometimes it seems like all current science fiction is nothing but dystopias. I read science fiction as a kid, and it was all about how awesome the future would be, and that's what I like reading about, because I think the future really is awesome. Now, Carl and I, by the way, had a very nice breakfast together on a Sunday morning at PenguinCon a few years ago when he was the guest of honor, and I was happy to renew this slight acquaintance. He, he claims to remember me. <laughs> um, so after that, uh, I went to Firewalls with P.F. Sense by Tom Lawrence. Now, I just met Tom earlier this year, and I am glad I was able to sign him up as a presenter. He did a great job, and I, I had a number of people come up to me afterwards to say that that was their favorite talk of the, of the convention. Um, he, he really knows his stuff and did a very thorough job in the 50 minutes that we gave him. Uh, and then after that, Tony Bemis from the Sunday Morning Linux Review grabbed me, and, and I joined the... Uh, Sunday Morning Linux Review team to do a, a wrap-up recording on what we saw at PenguinCon 2015. And then after that, it was on to the closing ceremonies, which were liberally punctuated by the firing of a t-shirt cannon. Prizes were also awarded for best room party, volunteers were recognized, and so on. So, that was my personal experience of PenguinCon 2015. I am already registered for next year, and I have made the commitment to stay on as the tech track head. So I'll try and do as good a job for next year. I don't think we could handle any more content than we had, but there are some things I am working on to bring some specific talks that I think will attract people with a tech interest, and I'm kind of excited about where that might go. So, uh, with this little diary, uh, I'm going to sign off now. This is a hookah reminding you, as always, to support free software. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. 
unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.